We're back with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Hey, Ryan, I've got a, a quick promo here that I'd like to let everybody know about. We've got a new show coming up on Saturdays. Do you know about this show? It's called uh, BetQL Tailgate Kickoff Saturday. Who hosts it? Uh, this is guy Ryan Horvate. Yeah, Horvate? I heard I don't of know him. who that guy is. He's uh, good. I used to listen nine, to him back in the day. 9 a.m. Eastern every Saturday. He's going to go completely nerd out on college football for an entire hour by himself. Screaming and yelling about things in college football. I'm I can't pretty, wait. Pretty jacked, man. I've heard this guy's pretty smart. I, do, do you know him at all? Have you met him? Yeah, he's really smart. Yeah. I'm a big fan of his. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. What's the name of that show, Nick? Oh, uh, that would be, uh, hold on, checks notes real quick. Mm, just the glasses. A BetQL tailgate kickoff Saturday. It's a long name, Love but it. it's good. Checks in the mail, boys, for writing yeah. that real Hey, quick you're now. welcome. You're oh. welcome. It's actually, uh, I have to read it once an hour, they say. so. Oh, I'm, so, I'm that, still bummed it wasn't called Horvation Nation. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing. I not tried for that Ryan's name. college football show. They turned it down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like Pee Wee's Playhouse a little <laughs> yeah. too much, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Or Ryan's Saturday morning yeah. Playhouse. I just can't believe, I can't believe it's finally here. Not that I don't love baseball season, you know, and and I love the NBA, of course, but like we finally get college football this Saturday, guys. Horvat U will be in session Saturday classes. Wait, hear me out. Horvation tailgation nation. Now you're talking. I mean, you know, bigger than ever. Something like that. Why did why did nobody come to you for the weird names? I think that's a good idea. Weird. Yeah. I'm offended. I mean, those are great. I mean, it's it flows well, but it's a bit different, and that's a good thing, you know. See, we're we're so looking forward to it, and we're all stoked for you, Ryan. Because that's just going to be, you know. I appreciate it. The thanks, best. Guys. Th- thanks, guys. I appreciate when, it. When the show is done, are you going to just sit on your couch in the same spot the entire day? So here's what happens, right? So I've actually I've done a college football show other than the last two years for like the last decade. Um, and then the last two years, obviously, didn't want to work Saturdays because we do Monday through Friday, 20 yep. hours of content. There's a reason why I'm not doing Saturdays. See, I would actually love way. I would love to work like for football season. I would do it all. But the problem is, like, you know, I do have a son and a wife, and they sometimes want to see me. I don't know why. Uh, during football season, they don't see me very much. But uh, my son, you know, he's home on Saturday. So the good thing is I'll be home. I mean, the show's early enough to where I'll be home like an hour before kickoff. Like this mm-hmm. Saturday, we don't even get our first game until two thirty p.m. Yeah, two. Yep. In the so, East Coast. Yep. It's a little bit different. So, um, you know, I just I love the idea for the network because we do such a good job with NFL Sundays. I think you know we got Jason Lockenfora and Joe Ostrowski, and then we got Nick and Ken doing a great job with their NFL coverage. But college football, like a lot changes. We see a lot of injuries throughout the week, and mm-hmm. you know a lot of head coaches aren't. Very honest with their injury reports. Except Brian Kelly. We see, yeah. He's going to tell us all now. Yeah, that's what he says. I don't know if I believe it. We also see crazy line movement where I look to middle and play like both sides. A couple plays. Like, I mean, for example, I do love UTEP. They're one-point favorites. That's flipped. Could have had them as one-point dogs just a couple weeks ago. Uh, I like Hawaii, but that number's come down to 17 against Vanderbilt. I do like Vanderbilt a little bit this season, but they're a a three-and-a-half win projected team. I don't know that they should be three-score favorites against Hawaii, but... You know, that's the good thing about the Saturday show is these lines are going to move. So we'll give out picks on Mondays and Tuesdays, you know, when the limits are limits are a little bit lower. And then we might, uh, you know, bet some more stuff on Saturday. Weather reports will be available. Suspensions. Sometimes guys are suspended for a half. You never know in college football. It gets a little crazier every year. So I'm jacked for Saturdays. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have all the way up to uh, you're getting Hawaii at 11 o'clock Eastern. You, you know how I feel about that, right? I know. That's the first thing I think of. Whenever I see a Hawaii game on the schedule, I think of you getting so excited that, wait, there's one more game, and it starts at 11, and I'll be up till 4 a.m. with this game. I mean, like, 
So week zero is great. I mean, week one is where it's at, of course. But week zero, I'm just excited that we get Notre Dame and USC right off the bat, not playing against each other. But I do want to see USC. Granted, they're going to win by 40 points. Uh, I didn't do anything with the side. Didn't do anything with the total. I want to see Caleb Williams. But mainly for USC this season, I want to see what they're able to do on the defensive side of the ball. Because I actually like Alex Grinch. And everybody that breaks down USC last season, I mean, let's be honest. Like, they lived and died off the turnover. Everything was a pick six or a strip sack. The defense was really bad. But if you look at the numbers from the season before, Alex Grinch really did a good job turning that thing Mm -hmm. around. And now, I mean, yeah, you got eight guys coming back on the defensive side of the ball. Half those guys might not even be starters this season. They brought in so much through the transfer portal. They did a decent job recruiting. I think they will be a little bit improved, at least defensively. But offensively, I just can't wait to see Caleb Williams this season. Um, He stays healthy. He's going to put up monster numbers. He's most likely going to be the number one overall pick in the draft. And then uh, my... The best part about Saturday for me, getting to see the first quarterback in Notre Dame program history that I've been excited about since Brady Quinn. And I wasn't really overly excited about Brady Quinn. So really, this for me is the first quarterback I've ever been excited about. I wasn't excited about Jimmy Clausen. If you guys remember, he shows up like in a stretch limo on a private jet. There there were red flags about that kid and his his ego right off the bat. His teammates hated him immediately, but Sam Hartman comes over. I mean, he has the ACC record for touchdown passes, 110. Uh, He's a guy that had to have, like, part of his, like, rib cartilage removed, and he put it on a necklace. He's thrown for over 300 passing yards in a game 21 times in his career. He's going to play behind his best offensive line. I don't know what Marcus Freeman is yet. We got to see what the new play caller looks like at Notre Dame if Tommy Reese out. But um, I mean, I'm ex- I'm at least excited this season. Most likely they're an eight nine win team. You know their win total opened at nine, took some money to the under. But I'm actually excited about the quarterback position for the first time in a long time for Notre Dame. I were feel you, like they might be a surprise team, eleven wins, or they might just be like. Were you excited wins. about Ron Paulus? No, uh, not oh, really. Damn. No, damn. not not really. I'm trying to think. No, I, I did like, I'll say, I liked Ian Book because he was a winner. Deshaun Kaiser? No, was not a no, Kaiser guy. Not and then, a Kaiser guy. And then the again, ends, ends up being my team's backup right. quarterback. Right. Comes in for relief one time, and Cleo Mack just strips the ball, rips it out of his hands, and takes it for a touchdown. I wasn't a Kaiser guy. Um, nah, I mean, Ian Book won games, beat Clemson, so that was fun. What about Joe Theismann? Were you excited about Joe Theismann? Before my time. Yeah. Before my time. But <laughs> Sam Hartman, I'm all in enough to where if... Um, you know, this number stays around 20 and a half. Maybe I'd look at Notre Dame. But at 21, 21 and a half, I did like Navy. I just don't see Notre Dame running up the score on a service academy team. And uh, also, I mean, the offense is going to be a little bit of a project. Even on the defensive side of the ball, I think it's going to be a little, bit of a, a little bit of a project to start the year. So current number, I'd probably stay away. But if that goes back over to 21, 21 and a half, I would take Navy in that game. Uh, UTEP for sure. I would just grab that right now. I want to see where that closes at, though, against Jacksonville State. What did that open at? Uh, one point, well, it, it was a pick. It was I mean, pick. one one point favorites Jacksonville State mm-hmm. was. But man, for that to flip like that, I think that says a lot. And I think Chase had a perfect breakdown about UTEP. Their win total opened at five, took some money. It's at five and a half right now at BetMGM minus one thirty five. They're still ten to one to win Conference USA. Western Kentucky's the favorite plus one twenty five, which makes a ton of sense. Austin Reed is going to be one of the better quarterbacks in the country. But they only have four starters returning on the defensive side of the ball, Western Kentucky. UTEP, 15 guys are back. Uh, They get Western Kentucky at home. That's their biggest game of the season. They host Liberty. And like Chase said, 5-7 and last season. I think their floor is seven wins this season. Really favorable road schedule. They only have one conference opponent 
that had a winning record last season. So they got a lot of luck there, a lot of help there, I should say. Uh, Gavin Hardison's back. He's been there forever. Big arm. Deion Hankins is the running back. Tyron Smith is the receiver. We were talking about this a couple weeks ago. He actually looked like he was going to transfer to A&M. He went there for a couple weeks in the spring and then went back to UTEP. They have the best offensive line in the conference. Four starters are back. Defensively, seven starters are back. Dana Dimel does a really good job. I like them over their win total, like them to win Conference USA. Love them as road favorites, and I think that number is telling you everything you need to know. Uh, week zero at one. There's a, UTEP. there's a gleam in your eye right now. I was looking at UTEP t-shirts nice. to wear on the show on Saturday because that's my favorite <laughs> bet. Because all these other numbers have kind of been hit. Like, I loved yeah. Ohio at three. Uh, they're down to two and a half against San Diego State. If that gets back to over a field goal or at the field goal, I would take Ohio on the road. I did like Hawaii. We're down to 17 there. You like the over still in USC if, if you played that not at 66 and a half. half. I would not play over 66, no. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it back down when it was, I think, 63 and a half. 66 is getting too much for me. Yeah. San Jose State just doesn't play any defense. And I think, I mean, it's. Look, I understand that there is a level of excitement around USC and Caleb Williams this time again, but this is also the way you open the season against the team that you could just beat the hell out of. Right. Right, like this is a get our offense in a rhythm. I understand what Chase says, where like after the first half, you just kind of shut things down. There is a possibility there for that too, but looking at how bad San Jose State's defense is, this is one of those games where USC could like accidentally get themselves into the end zone. It's just like, I, I, I want like a, um, what I would do here, and it's not available right now at BetMGM, is I would look at maybe like a team total for UFC yeah. if you missed the number right now and you wanted to play an over, just because, okay, maybe they take their foot off the gas. I don't know, though. I could see them just running up the score, honestly. And Caleb Williams is going to want to put up big numbers. Um, I mean, even if he's he going to have to top last year if he wants to win the Heisman again and even by if a significant only, amount. Even if he only plays a half, like go back and look at some of these games last season. You know what I mean? And if the defense. It's so hard to replicate or duplicate, like do what they did last year and just take the football away and have a bunch of pick sixes. But I would look at maybe like a team total over because if the total is at 66 and a half, although I don't know, man, it might be like 52 for USC because I don't know how many points San Jose State's going to put on the board in this game, even against that USC defense. That's the biggest question mark coming into the season in that conference, mm-hmm. though. I mean, and a lot's actually went down in that conference. I mean, a lot of people were really high on Washington coming into the season. They lose their best running back. You could say it's only a running back, but Cam Davis, I thought he was going to have a big year. He has a lower body injury. Last season scored 13 touchdowns. He was second on the team, 522 rushing yards, and that was only on 107 carries. The thing is, though, you still, I mean, that's a passing offense. They're going to push the ball down the field. That's what Kalen DeBoer does. Michael Penix is still there. Mm -hmm. But that's a big loss before we even get into the season. Um, A lot of hype around Oregon. Did you see the Bo Nix billboards? They're oh all yeah. over the place. Yeah, everywhere. But again, they lose Kenny Dillingham. He's no longer calling plays. That was the best we've ever seen of Bo Nix. Is he going to complete 70% of his passes again? Maybe in the Pac-12. And then there's Oregon State. They officially named DJ the starting quarterback today. We all knew that was going to be the case. Yeah, there's no so. surprise that was. I mean, that he transferred there for that specific reason. I mean, it's not... It shouldn't surprise anybody. Right, and I'm high on them. I think that they probably win 9, 10 games again this season. I absolutely Mm -hmm. love Jonathan Smith. And then the other team I'm high on in the Pac-12 that I think is going to catch people by surprise, uh, Chip Kelly has his best defense at UCLA. I know they lose a lot, including my main man, DTR. The thing is, though, they haven't named their starting quarterback yet. There's still a quarterback battle going on, um, but I really like UCLA. So 
I'm jacked for this week to get going. Week zero, starting with my Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Hopefully they win, but not by too much. Just win by, like, I don't know, 20, 21. Yeah, maybe how about win by We're 19? Good. We're good. Let's go at 19. But UTEP? At 20 and a half. UTEP's where it's at. If UTEP loses, it's going to be a long week for your boy. Might not see me on Monday. <laughs> you know, you always say that, yet you still show up. I'm kidding. Yeah, I'll be. You'll still be here. And they're going to win, damn it. Plus, you need a place to vent. Gavin Hardison season. Yeah. This is your place to vent this right is, here. This is my safe place. Right here. Hey, space. Safe, safe space. space. Say, say it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, try it again. Say it, it one more time. The Cubs are losing to the Tigers. Damn I know, it, I'm rattled. I know. Nats, Seven, and, Nats and the Yankees tied at one right now. It's not helpful at all. Neither one of those is great. Four NFL teams that are set to make a big jump this season. Who they are next.